Hey. Hey. What's up, everybody? Hey, breakers. How are y'all? It's another week. We are back. It's another week. It's another week. What? What? It's another week. It's another week. Yeah. Happy July 4th weekend. Yes. Happy 4th of July weekend. I mean, we don't really. It's not <laughs> anything to celebrate for us, but. Well, you know, at the end of the day, for me personally, it is still the celebration of the independence of our country and the nation. Doesn't mean I agreed with how the mm. nation operated back then but it is still the celebration of that i ain't doing nothing I ain't going out and doing nothing special so it ain't Listen, nothing different but ain't nobody going out and myself. doing nothing special so because <laughs> our love's locked down our love's locked down <laughs> <laughs> again so that notice went out again this week immediately how you feeling about that you know, I, my position has not changed. I am that person that's like, just do what you're supposed to do. It's really simple. It's really yeah. easy. It's not that difficult. Like, come on, wear a mask. It's funny, but you know, actually, I'll wear tell you something. a mask. This, <laughs> yeah. I just went today to go pick up some Jack Black from Alta Beauty because mm -hmm. they do the online ordering thing where you can go up and you stand outside to pick up your... Order. My so I did that whole open. little thing. Huh? My altar's open. Oh, like open, open. Open, okay. open. Well, I went in to, to go do that whole little pickup thing. And it was amazing to me how many people wore their masks inside the store and were like scurrying to hurry up and get outside the, sco the store so that they could take them off. And then just walking outside with them off. And I'm like, you know, that still defeats the purpose. Like, Because you're get supposed it. to keep them on. <laughs> It really is. Every time you're I mean, outside your home. It's so bad that they have Tom Hanks doing interviews saying the P word oh, he's still and cussing alive? the folk. Yes, he's still alive. He completely survived that. They're fine and everything. And then on top of that, he's now like going off on it. people. I didn't even mean it like that. I know you didn't. That's why I kept talking because okay. I didn't want anybody to try to mistake it for something being mean because that wasn't. That. No. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Like he's just went off. Like, why is it so hard? Wear a freaking mask. But whatever. You know how people been. How's your week been, Gert? You didn't tell me about your week. All you said is you went to get some Jack Black. Well, I was just talking about that one thing because we're happening to talk about being locked down just, again. Just go on and finish. Oh, well, my week was good. I celebrated my mommy's birthday this past oh, week. Happy birthday, darling. I know, mama, mama. It was a lot of fun. Like, we had a lot of fun. And then um, I just kind of chilled. Been doing some, some researching and working on some stuff. Is good, you know, uh, getting emails and stuff about work more and more and more and more. And then just watching, seeing what the heck is actually going to happen. Like, are we going to have to like lock down again? Because I really don't want that, which is why I've been following the rules. Right. I mean, again, I believe the professionals, the people who literally spent money and gave their lives to studying it and trying to learn something. You believe Dr. Fauci? I'm sorry. Go ahead. You believe Dr. Fauci? I said the professionals. That's all I said. I didn't say which one. I said the professionals. That's all I said. Because I am not going to take my beliefs and make it a political thing when I was just saying I believe the professionals who actually are the ones who are doing the research and who are there doing it, not opinion makers. There you go. That part. So, just wanted to know. Yeah, that was my week. 
That How was yours? <laughs> My week was good. Um, okay. <laughs> I went to brunch. Oh, with okay. my How friend on Sunday. Um, mm-hmm. Shout out to Celia. We had a ball. But new brunch mm-hmm. is way different than old brunch. And what you mean? When I say new brunch, I mean brunch with masks, brunch with temperature checks, brunch with social distancing oh. seating. It's right. totally different. So our wait time ended up being way longer because, oh yeah, you know, your seats. So you make reservations and stuff, but they don't want to kick people out who are enjoying themselves. You know, so like, let's say, well, I'm saying it like this, like, let's say you go to a restaurant, you know, sometimes when you're in a bigger group, you're in there longer than two hours because you're enjoying yourself. You're just having a good time. And you made the reservation to be at that restaurant. You're spending money, whatever the case may be. And you have to remember these restaurants aren't making as much money because they're having half of the people come into their restaurant for less amount of time. And what the guy who um, worked at the restaurant that we went to was telling us how these vendors have upcharged them on napkins and straws because now you have the the paper straw thing is out Mm -hmm. (laughs) and now it's back to, (laughs) you know. So he was just explaining how. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know why I found that one so funny. That one just took me. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, seriously, whoever thought, I understand they were trying to be environmentally conscious, but a paper straw, like when you put paper in liquid, okay? <laughs> Did you ever do spitballs in in <laughs> elementary and middle school? Oh, oh my with goodness. the paper, like, do you understand what this happens show. when paper <laughs> gets infiltrated with liquid? I am not a fan. I'm not a fan. Never have been. If you have trash oh. paper straws, don't give it to me. Yes, I want to oh. save the environment, but I will drink out of the cup before I drink out of a paper straw. Um, anyway. So he was just, you know, he was telling us how everything, you know, has gone up in price and everything like that. (laughs) That was not intentionally to be funny. Um, (laughs) So anyway, nevertheless, we enjoyed our food. We enjoyed our space, though. Mm -hmm. You're not as crowded in these restaurants anymore. So you're not getting bumped all the time, which I'm sure was really nice. Listen, so we enjoyed our space and it was a good group of people in there. (laughs) (laughs) I just had a baby seizure. Oh like oh I couldn't get it out. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness! Oh my god! Are you okay? Oh my god! Just couldn't get it out. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. My, my first instinct was always to laugh, and I, I kept thinking, "Is she okay? Is she okay?" Okay. 
to be clear, Trina's joking when she said she had a baby seizure. She stumbled over a word, but it looked like she choked, which is why I was trying to ask was she okay. So, no, she did not have a seizure, just to be clear on that. Oh, my Lord. Okay. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. You were saying. I don't know. Wow. Uh, you know what? I'm going to tell you, I knew this before we actually even started recording today. I was like, it's going to be one of them shows. I felt it. So here we go. I'm stuffed like a pig in the blanket. Okay. (laughs) Listen. Okay. Okay. So. Please. Yeah. Because I want to know how it is. Because for me right now, honestly, I'm scared. I am scared to go do any of that stuff. So this is one of the smaller size restaurants. Okay. So it's not like a, you know, a big, this is one of those, you know, maybe capacities, maybe like 200 people anyway. So it's Mm -hmm. not you know, a big restaurant, they probably have it to where it's possible to only have like 50 people okay. in there mm-hmm. at a time. Um, so anyway, we waited, um, we had reservations and then they have outside of the restaurant, um, the six feet social distancing markers. So you can wait outside. And then whenever anybody is about to go inside, they do a temperature check. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So, um, obviously, if your temperature is not where it needs to be, you can't go inside. So, um, but. But question, if you're standing in the sun and naturally your your temperature is going to raise. I think there's a a within that you're supposed to be in. That makes sense. You know, so um, as long as you're not in fever range, I'm pretty sure that they're like, okay, you're you're fine. You're just a little overheated, whatever. So, um. Then, you know, we just we just sat like normal. Um, This restaurant was not one of those where you have like servers, per se. Like you go Mm -hmm. up, you order your food, you have a little number, you bring it back to your table. They bring the food. So it's not really like you have a waitress. Oh, can I take your order type thing? Oh, wow. So it was it was. But that is the way that restaurant set up. So, okay, let me just say that. Um, But it was not. When I say it was so not, like I, I could hear mm-hmm. everything she was saying again. It wasn't right. as crowded. We had room. I felt like it was way more intimate. Uh, mm-hmm. But again, you have those longer wait times. So well, what about the price you know, hike? Not in like as far as their menu. No, mm-hmm. there was no price hike. However, after we downed four mimosas, we decided <laughs> that we wanted to... <laughs> Take our adventure downtown San Diego. Okay, okay. No, and we I wanted need you to, to take pause. You, mm-hmm. You're not going to like flip over that quickly. Like that's normal. Yeah. You know, you're just like, you know, then after we down for mimosas, you just try to talk over it. Like, y'all it was a bottomless mimosas. It was th- bottomless mimosas. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and the only reason we only had four is because the restaurant, it's a, a breakfast restaurant. So they mm-hmm. close at three o'clock oh so you have we to had a right we had a reservation for one and didn't get seated until two ten. Oh my god and we left at about 3 15 <laughs> so <laughs> right so you you got your money's worth i understand so when the first one came Sally looked at me <laughs> i looked at her <laughs> you said cheers Right. Cheers. Rightfully so. And we literally. An hour and 10 minutes when your reservation was at one. Yeah, that's a long wait. I yeah, feel you. So, 
So we decided after that, we were, let's go downtown and kind of see, you know, just how it is. Because we still wanted to hang out, but we still wanted to, you know, have social distancing and all that right. stuff. So we pulled up next to this bar and we originally were just going in there to use the restroom. But when we got in there, the guy, the the hostess sat us at the bar. When I tell you, Carl, <laughs> we stayed because of this. Mm-hmm. That man got that spray, the disinfectant spray. Oh. He sprayed that whole bar down. He sprayed the seats down. He wiped them all down. I was like, oh, we oh this right is here. the life right here. <laughs> right. Right. I asked the right. I asked the um, bartender, what is her best drink? And it was old fashioned and margaritas for the rest of the afternoon. And I must tell you, we mm-hmm. stayed in that we stayed in that bar. Um, we walked for a second. Downtown was still popping. There were still people out. People were wearing masks. Obviously, once you sit down in a restaurant, you can take your mask off to eat and right. all of that stuff. But for the mm. most part, in I can say in San Diego on Fifth Street, because I can't talk about no nowhere else. Right. Where you were at, right. People were wearing their masks. And also in North Park, that's where we had brunch. People were walking, wearing their masks. But of course, people were still like walking down the street. They see people they know. They hug them like it's human nature. Mm -hmm. So um, it's a different world, though. So um, but anyway, that was that. I had a great week. Good. Good. I'm off today. I know. That's right. I'm happy. I know. We're on Breaking Hollywood right now. Like, Come on. Let, this is where we're supposed to be. <laughs> laughing already. So. I apologize if I offended anybody with my seizure. I did not mean. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm actually glad that you're addressing that. Yeah. Because that was not meant to be offensive. No, right. I said with my seizure because I did have a mini seizure. <laughs> I don't care. Trina, stop lying. Don't do that. Don't do that. That makes me look like I was making... No. See? Uh-uh. No. 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 You not? No. Uh-uh. And on that note, we should go into our favorite time. No. Actually. <laughs> we have to talk about... Uh-huh. Patreon. I mean... We do. Because we have one and... <laughs> It's um, back to quarantine and Mm. we're broke. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) 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 But for real, guys, we have a Patreon. There's four different tiers, extra content, laughs like this. Me and Carl being super candid and unedited, unedited conversations, Mm -hmm. fun games, um, story times, all of that good stuff. So... Make sure you go to our Patreon, www.patreon.com backslash Breaking Hollywood. Make sure you guys go check out our Instagram, share it with your friends, Please. family, and the like. Check us out. We were featured on Black San Diego. Yes. Um, Black-owned San Diego, excuse mm-hmm. me. <clears throat> um, you know, they featured us and we're pretty awesome because of that. Um, we also were featured on Voyage ATL. That's they right. did a whole write up on us because the podcast is amazing. And because it's of you true. guys, uh, that's right. It makes it even more amazing. Our numbers have been going up as far as Loving listeners. Mm-hmm. Our numbers have been going up as far as followers. So we see y'all and we love y'all, like we said. So now, <laughs> now. We have arrived. We're at our favorite time. And you know what time it is. I do. It's tea time. Let's see.
All right. We are in our favorite segment. Yes. Tea time. And we're in my favorite part of tea time, pop culture. Well, it's not really, but. Well, there has been a lot of stuff happening this week. I kept going through the show notes and it was just like, my God in heaven. We had paragraphs on paragraphs this week. Listen, there has been a lot going on and I just. And we're going to miss a lot. Because we don't have we're gonna miss time. a lot. It's, I, like we don't insane. have enough. We don't have enough time. I, I'm gonna try to <laughs> shorten a lot of stuff. Right. But we got some tea, and we I just need to talk about it. it. Pot so let's pot. get into our favorite. Let's get into our favorite part, which is hood news, and uh, let's get into that. Hood news this week goes to Forbes. Mm. Y'all know Forbes. We all know Forbes. We do. Well, apparently earlier this week, Kanye posted a picture of a still that he created for his pumpkin. Who's Kimberly, if y'all didn't know that, um, for officially becoming a billionaire. If you're not sure what a still is, it's basically when items are put together by a curator. In this case, that was Kanye to tell a story. Hmm. He had <clears throat> like a big pumpkin, a little pumpkin, some flowers and some other stuff in the uh, little tomatoes, little stuff like that in the picture. So Forbes had something to say about this announcement. If y'all don't remember, they recently called out Kylie for lying about being a billionaire and forging documentation. Well, they said this about Kimmy. She isn't a billionaire just yet. Uh, she's still only worth nine hundred million. But soon, pumpkin. Soon. <laughs> Is that a direct quote from Forbes? No, that's my I added that in. But they did, however, say. <laughs> They did say she is not a billionaire yet. She is in the 900 million mark. Okay. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Forbes isn't playing it. I added the soon pumpkin because I oh, thought okay. it was a nice touch. That was good. Because I was about to say, oh, wow. <laughs> Forbes has gotten witty. They got I was about to say, I had hey. But I'm going to give it to them because they're yeah. like, what y'all not about to do is keep acting like y'all are in this bracket <laughs> when you're not. Well, no. I'm, I'm, no, Forbes is based on data. So I like the fact that they're sticking with the data and they're they're across the board. Like, look, this Listen, is the they're letting you know. We're not doing that Stop inflation. Lying. We don't do that. If the data You're doesn't show it, it's not what it is. Just because you have a per a couple of purses that are worth <laughs> that last hundred million, it don't make you a billionaire, sweetie. That's not it. Right. So moving on mm-hmm. to the next story in pop culture. Sean Dawson. Lord. Heard of him before? It's Shane Dawson. I hadn't until recently. Yes, Shane. Mm-hmm. My bad. <laughs> Shane. Let's start that over. Shane Dawson. Yes. Heard of him before? <laughs> I hadn't either. <laughs> um, the first thing I saw of him was a post on Portia Williams from the Real Housewives of Atlanta's page showing him on a podcast or a talk show, whatever he was. It was well, it wasn't showing him. It had a video connected to it, but it was him having a discussion with one of his friends. Mm-hmm. And um, he started saying some really disgusting things, talking about a little girl and her IG. He was basically taking a picture and the little girl was like, oh, you're taking a picture for Instagram. And he's like, yeah, how would you know that? How old are you like five or six? And she's like, yeah, I have an Instagram and I have like 120 some thousand followers. And so she starts to show him her Instagram. And then he while he's telling the story, he says jokingly that the little girl was sexy. What? Six, six years old. He says, but she was like sexy. Like, that's exactly how he said it. Oh. And so um, then he proceeds to talk about pedophilia. With his 
co-host or whatever. And she she started saying how he likes to how Shane likes to justify pedophilia. And he proceeds to say, well, I don't understand. It's just like we all have fetishes, like people have foot fetishes and everything like that. Hold on. And then he proceeds to say, like, I don't see what the issue is with like somebody Googling a naked baby and enjoying themselves to it. Oh, my God. Then then he proceeds to say in this conversation that he put himself in a pedophile's shoes. Oh, Jesus Christ. Why you want to do that? I don't know. And Googled naked baby to see what came up. Yes. So not funny, but people got in the comments, of course, and said, oh, my God, you guys are taking it too serious. Shane is clearly gay. He does not think that little girl is sexy. Like it was just for comedic effect. Whatever. Moving on. The Smiths came out. The who? When I say the Smiths, I'm talking about Will, Jada, Willow and Jaden. Well, apparently, footage of Shane from years ago right. when Willow's hit song, I Whip My Hair Back right. and Forth, came out of him pretending to masturbate to her music video. Yes. Obviously, Jaden took to Twitter and was very upset about this going off. It, it, it's not cute. Right. It's I not funny. About this, one. It's, this is a problem. Okay. So since then, since all of this came out, YouTube has suspended the monetization of all of his channels um, after these videos, along with other videos that included racist, anti-cinematic and offensive material have come out. And Target has said that they are going to remove his book from offline and in stores to be purchased. Now it's time for some people to start pressing some charges, I feel. But there, but you're you're missing a large part to the story as well. There's some other stuff that he's involved in with the beauty community that is also going on that has caused YouTube to start pulling stuff and some other advertisers because that's a whole of other course. legal issue and battle of that is happening e- there. Exactly. I don't know all the details, so I'm not touching on that. I heard about it and I'm like, oh my God. That's why I said there's other <clears throat> racist, anti-Semitic yes. and offensive material. That's correct. Um, so he is in trouble. That's how I knew about him was because of that stuff. I had never heard of him before until I saw this. That's Jeffree Star's ex-boyfriend or whatever the situation. And I knew of him because of Jeffree Star. And I heard about that James Charles stuff because we were laughing about it. Talking about our show. That's the only reason why I knew about this guy. So then when I heard about that other stuff rehashing again, I heard his name. And then now you're telling me all this stuff. I didn't know about any of that stuff. I knew about the Willow stuff. And then this makeup stuff. I'm like, this is, oh, Jesus. It's too much. It's too much. (laughs) Last thing in pop culture. Speaking of the Smiths, back on them. August Alcina sparked a little controversy Mm. this week on social media. Mm. Um, He sat down with Angela Yee from The Breakfast Club to have a conversation about his truth and his life. During this interview, he brought up his relationship that is with heavy quotes that he had with Jada Pinkett Smith. Um, I do want to say that as of today, Will and Jada have both denied that this is true. Mm -hmm. But I just wanted to talk about it because I actually watched the full interview. This man has been through Mm -hmm. some serious stuff. And I don't think anything that he said... Because I wanted to make sure that this clip I played was not out of context. So I wanted to watch um, the interview to make sure somebody didn't just take a minute out of something and out of context, you know, Um, but, you know, I don't think he said anything negative or anything bad about them. But however, 
However, some people don't want their business out there. But I'm just let you guys hear what August had to say. Um, he did say that Will uh, gave him approval before having a relationship with Jada. So um, that's none of my business. But here's what August had to say. I actually sat down with Will and had a conversation due to the transformation from their marriage to life partnership that they've spoken on several times and it, you know, not involving romanticism. Mm -hmm. He gave me his blessing and I, I totally gave myself to that relationship for years of my life, you know, and I truly and really, really deeply loved and have a ton of love for her. Um, I, I devoted myself to it. I gave my full self to it. So much so to the point that I can die right now and be okay with knowing that I truly gave myself to somebody. Right, you did the right thing. And I really loved a person. I experienced that. Um, the point I'm going to make is deeper than, you know, in, in deeper than all of this about the relationship, whether it happened or not, whatever. This man has been through a lot of traumatic stuff in a short period of time. Right. And this is his truth. That's correct. Okay. And I really feel like for years, people have talked about this man's mental health. They've called him crazy. They've called him gay when he's not. They've just done a lot of things um, to kind of tear him down. While he's going through this, on top of that, having a disease like so he's he's having a rough, rough time. But I did take a, a, a part of this um, conversation that he's having that he was in such a great space. He was able to be vulnerable, open mm -hmm. and speak his truth and just take um, that, even though a lot of people are clowning and making fun of whatever. But I just want to encourage all of you guys to speak your truth. Right. And no matter what other people say, no matter, no matter if is. people get on get on social media and make fun of you and tell you what you're saying is not true or whatever the case may be. But I just wanted to encourage everybody and end it off on a kind of positive note. Yes. To make sure that you all are speaking your truth. Yes, no matter what. All right. And we are going to move on into have you seen it. Let's go. Alrighty, so before we get into all of the new film and television news, I do want to just pay respects to comedian Carl Reiner, who passed away uh, Tuesday at the age of 98. He said he was known for the Dick yes. Van Dyke show. However, my mm -hmm. favorite role that he played was from the Ocean's Eleven trilogy, the film. He played the, the character Saul Bloom. I thought he was absolutely hilarious. He was wonderful. He was so, uh, and I'll be honest, I didn't know who he was until that, that movie. So yeah. I know him yeah. from that, but I, I thought he was absolutely brilliant in that. So, yes, he did pass away. And then I, after from watching those films, I then learned that he was like a comedic genius. And then I knew about him from there. But, yes, unfortunately, we did lose him. <clears throat> yeah. Moving on to. 98 is a long life. Not, like now, come, it's, now, listen here. 98 was, is a long life. Is good. That's what I'm talking about. It's, I want them. Yeah. Years. So I'm like, if my, when I hit above 95, I'm OK. I've always said I want to hit yeah. above 95. And then after that, I'm like, good. I've almost lived literally a century. I'm, I'm okay. I've seen a lot of change. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Yes. That part. Yeah. Moving on to some exciting news. Uh, I will address this because I want to save that one for last. Uh, This week, the Academy released a statement saying that it had met its 2020 goal of doubling their number of women and people of color. So they have invited 819 new members to the Academy this year. And Zendaya is one of the new members who is going to be included. Zendaya. Um, Thank you. Zendaya. My apologies. <laughs> I don't know why I always want to make it more exotic. It's pretty as it is. I know that part. However, that she will be included amongst a list of other women and people of color. I love her. As, yeah. What's that show she's in? Euphoria? I'm waiting for that second season. Oh, yeah. I'm waiting for that. I know. Season I two. Next, Seth Rogen's company, Point Grey Productions, and Nickelodeon are coming together to do a new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie. Now, I'm going to say this. I'm excited because Nickelodeon has agreed to allow Seth Rogen to be one of the writers. So I think we might actually get like a real, and it's going to be completely animated. Like this is going to be the first Mm. fully CG. They're not doing that whole like half real, half fake. It's all CG animated gonna be done by nickelodeon studios their first full feature length film animated uh-oh what you feeling let's hear it because you're looking a little like you're not not happy about it i don't think they've done justice to the ninja turtles since the 90s so however it hasn't been nickelodeon that's done these it's been several different right. companies. no but yeah. i'm just saying like i don't think anybody's done any good for them i'm hopeful for this one because one Seth Rogen, you know, I love Seth Rogen. Yeah, I mean, I love Seth too, but... Like, he's funny, and Sausage Party was brilliant. If they can take that and package that into, like, a family-friendly thing... They can't do that for... No, 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 no. I was going to (laughs) say. They cannot do that. No, 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 I'm saying, (laughs) get that same, like... April O'Neil cannot... Talk well, of course vulgar. not. I know <laughs> that. Okay. Well, like, you said sausage party. <laughs> okay. Never mind. But you get it. I'm excited for it. I, I think it's going to be good. <laughs> Moving on. This weekend, well, this past weekend, we got a huge announcement that Madam Beyonce has been working on a visual project that's going to be released to Disney Plus called Black is King. I don't need to say any more about it. I'm sure everybody's seen it or have seen the trailer, has heard about it by now, but I'm really excited for that. And I just wanted to to mention that she is the executive producer, the writer and the director for this. So I I know that she released that last album and she released all of the digital videos with it. And that's been her thing. I'm interested now to see if she's stepping in the director role, me being a film lover. I think that's where she's trying to head for sure. I just want to see one what her writing is like and what her directing style is and what how she tells her narrative. Like if it's going to be cohesive, if it's going to be appealing to directing film or appeal to creative just outlet. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. from what I've seen so far, how they've chopped it together, it looks like yet another Beyonce project that's not like a feature film that is telling a story, but a bunch of different videos that I've just pieced together like she did, you know, for the other albums. I'm really saying, is this right. a film? Because you say film released on Disney Plus, I'm expecting story, character development, growth, a journey. A reason. 
something. And I know that there's going to be a lot of the songs involved, which I think is brilliant. I'm like, this is great. Maybe she's going to revolutionize right. how mu- how artists start doing their music or releasing their music. You yeah. know, I, I'm just, I Maybe. just want to see. I don't want to put Will too be? much on it only because this don't. is like film. And I'm like, that has, yeah. she hasn't done the best in that she band hasn't. as far as acting and as far as projects. No. <laughs> so. Same accent, every movie. So I'm just saying, that's just my personal same, opinion. Same, Beehive same don't come for me. I'm accent. just saying, I love the music and she has it. But as far as film, some of them are okay. accent <laughs> every movie. <laughs> so now moving on, I do want to say this. I got a chance to watch the new Scooby-Doo animated movie. I was really disappointed. You know, I love Scooby-Doo. <laughs> I was not expecting that. Yeah. I was really disappointed. Right. You know, I love Scooby-Doo. I was, I was ready. Okay. I was excited. And literally, I got halfway through it. We looked at each other and was like, this is disappointing, huh? I was like, yeah. So we just kind of like just toughed it out. And the funny thing is, is you know, I talked to my mom and, and my sister. They said that they felt the same way about it. We were just like, oh, hmm. So yeah, I would advise okay. people, just don't watch it. You'd be wasting your time. Okay, just don't. Yeah. Well, it's on, okay. Actually, you know what? You're not wasting your time. If you have nothing better to do, HBO Max okay. has it on there. You can watch it there. That's where I saw it. There you go. Now, I do want to talk about one of our legends because once again, she is making waves. Ava is back and her and another one of our great, great, great advocates and leaders, Colin Kaepernick, are teaming up to do a Netflix docuseries. It's going to be a six-part docuseries released on Netflix about Colin Kaepernick's younger life, and it's going to specifically focus on his high school years and the accidents and experiences that led him to become the activist that he is today. Nice. Now, I am through the roof about this. I saw that on his page. Uh, I saw it on um, Instagram. However, it was the Hollywood yeah. Reporter who I guess broke the story, so I do want to give them credit for that. But I just want to say where I got my source, it was directly from him. And that's what he put on right. his caption. So there you go. But No, yeah. that's dope. Yeah, I'm super hyped about that. And there's something else I'm super hyped about because I said I was going to watch this a long time ago and I never got around to it because it was on Apple TV. And I just, I don't want to sign up for another subscription, so I never saw it. But I am not your Negro is going to be released on Netflix. It's actually on Netflix today. So if you're listening to the show today on July 3rd, which is the Friday, yes. you can watch it then. I am going to be mm-hmm. watching it this 4th of July weekend. I'm actually going to be watching it tonight to you know kick mm-hmm. off the, the, the weekend, holiday weekend, whatever you want to call it. So yeah. I'm not your Negro. Uh, I cannot. I, I cannot wait. I've been wanting so bad to see this. So yeah, everybody yeah. check it out. Also, I just, I'm going to give this little shout out now. I am going to also be watching the original Independence Day. I have to. Good movie. I, I know. It's just, it is a ritual for me as a black boy. It's a classic. To see a black man go save the world. Yeah. Who was an American classic. black man. Oh, I, lo- I was like, no, yeah. I have is to this, watch it every is year. Is this the Smith episode or what? I'm, oh, okay. That was unintentional. Just saying. But no, it's the truth. I watched, I literally, even when I lived <laughs> in the UK and it was the 4th of July, I watched Independence Day. But I'm like, nope, I have to get it in. It, that's my ritual. It's a great movie. Yes. But anyway, then I saw this this week and I'm so insanely excited about this. So Netflix had on July 16th, y'all, I'm going to be saying it again next week because I cannot wait to see this. It's called Fatal Affair. And first, yes. I'm so excited because it has Nia Long. Listen that's my, my here. Girl. Listen here. Uh, the love of my life. 
And, but hold up, though. It, it don't just I stop love me there. Some neat, y'all don't even understand. <laughs> like, this has been a love affair forever. Right. I love Nia Long. Yeah, well, you know. Well, I know. I love Nia. Mm-hmm. And she looks the same. My God, don't she? Good. Okay, keep going. And Omar Epps. Listen. And we love Omar. Yes. Let me tell you. We love a good Epps. This trailer, I watched the trailer. And at the beginning, I was thinking to myself, oh my God, this is so great. They're kind of taking it back to like Love Jones and like, you know, all of those old school, like 90s black soulful movies. And then right in the middle of that trailer, that puppy twisted. Switched on yo. And I was like, holy mother of Pearl. And it turned into Mm -hmm. like a suspense thriller twist. This thing looks so good, y'all. It looks good. Oh my god. You're gonna watch that? Cause I know you know me don't like movies yeah. like that. I like suspense thriller. Okay. I don't okay. like scary. There's a difference. I know, but no, he's doing some scary stuff. No, because, I like, love the fatal attraction. Okay. I love okay. I love You were the You know? Yes, yes. I don't know the name of it, but there was a movie like similar to this that was with Sanai Lengthen and um Michael Ely. Um, I don't know if you remember that. And he was up under the bed while she was. (laughs) (laughs) But he's fine, Tell. Oh, he's so fine. You can be under my bed any day. Listen, here. mm. (sighs) Okay, but yes. But anyway, so it's that similar vibe. It's going to be really good. You guys should check it out again. And that movie with Beyonce. (laughs) Oh, what was the one that she was in? And the white girl that was in love with her husband. (laughs) Beyonce let her have it, though. Well, Beyonce had that same country accent that she has in every other movie, but still. Okay. And so, <laughs> Fatal Affair is what it's called. I'm going to let y'all know about it again next week. It's coming out July 16th on Netflix. Now we're going to move on. And I do have to say this. We have the 40th BET Awards. And Yay. I do have to say that I watched most of it. I did see John Legend's performance. It was okay. Mm-hmm. Chloe and Haley. Oh, my goodness. They're amazing. Oh, my Lord in heaven, rocked. How me. was Meg? I don't think I saw Meg's. I know. I, I know for a fact I didn't see Meg's. You didn't see her popping her movie. No, nope, I missed that one. To Beyonce, because I was popping in and out, so I saw certain parts of it. I oh, for okay. sure saw them give the award to Beyonce. I watched all of that. I saw. Um, of course. Uh, what about Issa's I, award? I didn't see Issa's award. I didn't. What about my baby? I didn't see Usher perform either. I saw. What about my baby getting his award? I didn't see Chris Brown get his award. Did he? Was he? You know, he don't really support BET like that. But still. I don't know. Like whatever category he was nominated for, I didn't. Best male R&B artist. I honestly, I'm not sure. But it was good. And then, of course, um, I loved Kiki. This is blasphemy. Yeah, Kiki was amazing. She tore it down. And so, yeah, I, I loved. Kiki who? Because, you know, everybody don't oh, know who you're Kiara talking about Sheard. when you say Kiki. Kiara Sheard yes. and Karen Sheard, they were on and they just sang a mighty, Jeez. mighty wind. Yes. And then, of course, Anderson Pack, he performed his new single, Lockdown, which was super dope. I love that performance. But yeah, so that was absolutely amazing. I did see that. Hmm? I did see that. Yeah, that one was good. Moving on to uh, Netflix again. Man, I spent a lot of time on Netflix this week. But anyway. We are going to talk about the series that I found. And I'm going to keep watching it because I only watched the first episode. And this is really, really good for what's going on right now. It's called 100 Humans. And what it is, is they've gotten 100 different people, literally every state from the United States, from every walk of life, literally everybody that you can think of. If they, it, that's them. And what they do is they have these three hosts and these three hosts are 
doing these different experiments to see why human beings do the things that we do. And so they're just all referred to as, they literally just call them humans. They're like, hello, R100 humans. The very first experiment when they open up, because I don't want to tell everybody what the show is because it's really good and it's only 30 minute episodes. There's a study that says 50% of the people that are here right now are considered very attractive and there's 50% of you that are considered not attractive. If you believe that you are not attractive, raise your hand. And it was interesting to watch people look around and watch them begin to judge themselves based on looking at everybody else. Other, and other so people. then what happened is, is the first time they did it, only like 20 people raised their hands. So they moved them out of the group and then they tell them to look around again. You saw people who were once confident, then beginning to second guess themselves. And as they began to look around and be like, okay, well, maybe I'm not now. And then like they did it like two or three times before they finally got down to the 50 percent mark. And then the rest of them that move on, it's insane. They do one to see if if for males, if you have uh, a higher sperm count, you're a better dancer. And they actually do science with that. Wow. Check the show out. When I tell you it's mind blowing for some of the things that have been put out there that people believe for whatever reason, they take those stereotypes or they take those myths to see if it's either true or false. And they do these experiments to, to see with these wow. 100 human beings who have signed up for it. Amazing show. Super dope. Totally check it out. And on that note, I am going to say, let's jump on into music with Trina. With me. All right, guys, it's time for music with Trina. And um, I got a couple of good songs for you today. So let's get into it. This week in R&B, Anderson Pack, or is it Pac? How do you say his last name? I say Pack, but I could be wrong. And I say Pac. It's probably Anderson it, Pack. Just because of the double A, I say it, but it's probably Pack. Anyway, Anderson Pack, lockdown. You should have been downtown. The people are rising. We thought it was a lockdown. They opened the fire, them bullets was flying, who said it was a lockdown, goddamn lie. Oh my, time heals all, but you out of time now, judge gotta watch us from the clock tower, little tear gas cleared the whole place out, I'll be back with the hazmat for the next round. We was trying to protest and the fires broke out, look out for the secret agents, they be planted in the crowd. Said it's civil unrest, but you sleep mm. so sound like you I told you, yeah, I love that song, I love that song. What? There's nothing to say uh, about it. <laughs> Next, I stumbled upon this artist while looking for a cute hairstyle on YouTube. Oh, um, his name is Revel Day, oh. and he's an R&B singer with a voice, uh, a very bluesy voice. Um, his music, though, it's a range of different sounds. So I don't want to categorize him as just an R&B singer, mm-hmm. but he does happen to have a song called Church Boy. Oh. So just let you know what aesthetic we're dealing with here um but as soon as i started playing this song my mom stopped what she was doing and said who was that Uh oh he could sing okay so i had to feature him this week um this song really touched on a topic that myself and carl have been dealing with this year and i couldn't pass up the opportunity to play a good artist and then throw some shade too 
So here's a song called Baby It's You. It's not my fault. You've been lying, saying that I took away your Drowning by yourself, now you wanna blame me Like you have no options I take your options Now I'm not the problem Man, that's on you, You've been terrorizing me Yeah, I'm always wrong I knew That brother can sing He can sing That's, oh my goodness You know I love, well you just put a good organ on anything. You just need to go back, though, and listen to them words. Okay. I'm going to have to do like, that. Like, listen to that whole song. Uh-huh. And I already know once you listen to it, you're going to call me and you're going to tell me who that song is about. Uh, but Okay. Okay. Well, okay. Listen. Challenge accepted. I'll be listening to it when we But finish. listen. Let's move on to this week in pop. Uh-oh. Remy Wolf is an eccentric pop singer with a lot of attitude and a voice to match. Crazy personality, bright future. Mm -hmm. She just released a new album entitled I'm Allergic to Dogs, and it's pretty good. (laughs) Um, Here's a song that I like most, though, and it's called Drop the Line. like that one yes that is the when i heard listen so that's the first song <laughs> on her album right so i was like let me see because this the the first the album cover i was like this is different mm-hmm. try not to use the word weird right so i was like this is different right, right. let me click on this and see what this is <laughs> right. and i pushed play and that thing started like that and i said oh wait right right <laughs> boom boom, boom. You be, okay, okay, you better play it. You better play it. Is that what you <laughs> Listen, did? Okay. That's girl. what I did. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> okay, girl. Yes. <laughs> Moving on this week in hip hop. Mm-hmm. Black, it is not six lack, okay? Black <laughs> released his awaited EP entitled Six Piece Hot. If y'all don't know, he is from Atlanta and that is like, oh, come man. on, I need a six piece hot with a lemon pepper sprinkle, okay? Um, <laughs> extra crispy, extra f- crunchy, fried hard with a peach tea on the side. Um, okay, you better throw it down. Yes, Trina, yes. Just letting y'all know. ATL, ho. Anyway, I loved this EP and here's one of my favorite songs and it's called Know My Rights featuring Lil Baby. I fought the fight. Run up the dice. Bet on my life. Pay the price. Take no advice. I've been in the field and I know my wrong. I know my rights. Top five if you don't agree. Go check the numbers. Too many can't run with me. I'm making moves that's gonna take care of my family. She did me dirty. Groove. You know I love that. Uh-oh. 
groove. Yes. And the thing is, he is very versatile. He sings as well, so it's not oh. always just rapping. Yeah. Okay. He's melodic. Let me say, maybe not sings, but that, you know, he'll do that rapping, but then he'll also sing a little bit. So, I love Black. Um mm. Moving on to Trina's tune of the week. If y'all haven't been able to tell, I have really been on my reggaeton and Afro beats kick Mm -hmm. and I'm still in that lane. Okay. I heard this song and stopped it and dropped it. Okay. (laughs) Period. Um, (laughs) Buju Banton. I hope I'm saying his name Uh right. Just released an album this past week entitled Upside Down 2020. And the album itself was okay. But this particular song... I am in love with. Take a listen to Cherry Pie featuring my boy, Pharrell. My reader. I saw you from behind. I thought that you were mine. And your zodiac sound was fun. From wood to twist the line. Cherry pie in my eyes. Convince me that you're the one. So you might as well. Anyway, that's it. That's it. That's music Katrina this week. And we're going to move on into world news and politics. Oh, yeah. through these quickly as uh there's a lot that's going on and i don't want to take up too much time on the negative i do want to focus on something positive that's going on towards the end of this but uh i do want to get into this because this is actually a really big news story uh on this past a week ago the new york times broke a story saying that um russia was putting bounty on american troops head they were paying Mm. the taliban money if they were able to Mm -hmm. snipe out american troops when uh we were over in afghanistan Since then, there's been several developments. At first, it was that Trump had not gotten any of that briefing, is what the White House was saying. And then as we got further into the week, uh, as of our recording right now, uh, further information has come out that has stated that he he did know back in 2019 that it was in his PDB, which stands for his uh, president's daily briefing, which is normally brought out to him, according to MSNBC, a former FBI analyst. Uh, said that they normally bring these things out on either a tablet or a type of um, electronic device in which it is encoded to be encrypted and protected so that only the president can read it or whoever the necessary parties are to read this uh, classified information. However, it was Mm -hmm. uh, also stated by this FBI agent on MSNBC that if you did not um, include certain pictures or animations in bringing this information to the president, that it will so often be ignored or overlooked. So um, with all of this that is coming out. Wait, hmm? are you saying you said pictures and animations? And or animations. That was a direct quote from the FBI Meaning analyst. he needs to see cartoons in order I, to I did read not a briefing? That. I literally am quoting what the <laughs> FBI analyst said on MSNBC in regards to okay. how this information would have transpired in getting to the president from these different 
security agencies, how you imply or what you interpret from what that analyst from the FBI said on MSNBC All right. is completely up cartoons to you. In order I am not giving my opinion on the matter. national I, policies. I'm okay, just, let's I'm go. just choosing to let's think go, let's keep going. what is happened and what has been reported on to our audience because that is my job now when you ask me my opinion it would be all fair now we're gonna <laughs> move forward about that so then uh yes moving on from that i do want to make this known because we were joking about well we weren't joking we were actually expressing how frustrated we are with being locked down yet again in the state of California, but um, we're being locked down as far as other countries as well, because just this past week, uh, the European Union, where well, they voted and they passed that we are banned from coming into the European Union currently right now because we did not handle the coronavirus situation correctly. Y'all are banned. Think I'm about German. That, so. I need you guys to really think about this situation right now. We talk about being the greatest country. We We boast and we brag about people wanting to come here and we talk about, you know, African countries. Well, let me just make this very clear. I did not call my motherland a whole country, but there's other people calling these countries whole countries. And now look. Hey, but listen, no, no, we no. can't even No, we're, we're like, we're not going to use an opinion of somebody who needs a cartoon in order to talk about <laughs> national policy. So let's keep going. Let's move forward. It doesn't his opinion doesn't matter at this point because you need animations in order to decide whether or not a terrorist attack on our armed forces is worth even talking about. Keep going. Well, so it's it's just really sad that we have now been banned from some countries that once considered us allies because we didn't handle the situation correctly. You guys, I can't stress it anymore. We need to wear a mask. We need to continue act. I mean, you can mock these other countries, but the data is there. The facts are there. They've curbed it. Listen, they're, they're, they brought their numbers down. They're opening back up. Italy stayed in the house. They did. One person in the household was able to leave the house. And that same person went and did everything. Grocery shopping, whatever needed to be done. That one person left. Everybody stayed in the house. Those are the facts, you guys. It doesn't matter. I am also a German citizen, so I can leave. Well, lucky you. Sorry. <laughs> lucky you. So, you guys, just kidding. Let's go. I know. So, you guys take it seriously. Like, it's not a joke. It's not made up. Yeah. Like, stop joking around with this. And I was going to cover another story about a book that has come out that has been written <gasps> by Trump's niece. I am going to cover that later because there have been some injunctions that have been put down that he has imposed on her. Because apparently she signed an NDA with the family. I'm just going to throw this out, but I'm going to double back next week and cover this because we're running out of time. But the title of the book, I just want to put this out there, is called Too Much and Never Enough, How My Family Created the World's Most Dangerous Man. That's what the title of her book is, his niece. So we're going to leave that. However, I want to end world news and politics on this because I read the story right before we were getting ready to record. And I think this is absolutely amazing. According to, um, the brand startup, which is a 
a company that I follow on Instagram. And what they do is they promote diversity and inclusion and they promote all kinds of news and different things that are going on. If you don't follow them, please go follow them. It's something great. It's an always a nice little surprise or information that I get from them every time I scroll past one of their posts. But they're reporting that Amazon acquires the self-driving startup company Zooks for $1.2 billion. Now, the reason that I mention this is because the CEO is a black woman. So that is oh, that's awesome. amazing. I think you pronounce her name Aisha Evans because it is spelled A-I-C-H-A. So I hope I did pronounce that correct. I think it is Aisha Evans has been the CEO yes. for the past two years. And they have reported that she is staying on as the CEO moving forward, even though Amazon has acquired the company. So I am really excited for this deal to take place because right now it's reported that Amazon does about 2.5 billion packages per year. So her company is about to blow up if they are focused in doing self-driving vehicles. That's going to be yes, dope. Yes, that's amazing. Yeah. So congratulations, Miss Evans. Good for her, yeah. Aisha. Yeah. The Zooks family over there, Aye. congratulations. Keep kicking butt. Keep making this place diverse and wonderful and keep innovating. Yes, I'm loving it. Love it. So you want to go on into self-care? Let's get into our real favorite segment. Yeah, yeah. And that's self-care. So self-care, you know, I saw this thing this week and I just wanted to post it. Uh, I think I did actually put it in my story, but honestly, I know it was meant for other people. But when I read this, this post, it literally like convicted me and it's caused me to begin to watch how I am speaking to people in mm -hmm. my everyday life. So this, this is what it mm -hmm. was. It said, um, empathetic listening instead of dismissive listening. Mm. And I didn't really understand the two of them. And it said, empathetic listening symbolizes I want to hear you, as opposed to dismissive listening, which says I want to fix you. Mm. And I got this from this site that I follow called iWay. And it was on their Instagram and they had put it up and it was so deep. And I know that I have said some of the things on the dismissive listening side. Me too. Like as, as I've read them, I'm like, oh my God, I've said that to people in my own ignorance, not knowing that it was being dismissive. Yeah. And for those of you who may not see this post... Um, let me just go ahead and read to you what some of the examples are of what they say dismissive uh, listening would be. It says um, it could be worse. So when somebody says something to you, your response to them is it could be worse. Or what if you're uh, what if you try this or oh, you should read this or or look at it like that. The same thing happened to my friend. Right. You'll be fine. Right. And, and in saying so. I say that all the time. All the time. And for me, my heart is saying like, you know what? You've been through worse or you know what? We're, you're still going to make it through this. I'm going to be here to help you get through this. Or you know what? You're strong enough to make it through this. But in hearing it now or in reading those and looking back on some situations, it's called me to be like, wow, that that could come off as dismissive. And And just to be clear, for the empathetic listening, instead of saying some of those things, it says I'm listening or that sounds heavy or I'm here. Or I like this. How can I show up for you moving forward? Yes. 
or is there more? Right. Or it sounds like you're saying this. Is that right? Oh, I love that. That one struck me so good. Yeah. I love that. I do that, though. I, I So I see some of the things that I say that are on the empathetic side. Mm-hmm. And I also see things that I say on the dismissive side. So yes. I have to now like this is going to make me reevaluate how I have. Con- I had a hard conversation with my other best friend today, actually. And um, I see myself saying saying stuff to her on both sides because, you know, I kind of got frustrated with the situation. I didn't want her to be in the situation mm-hmm. that she's in. So, you know, automatically as a best friend who loves somebody and who wants to protect them right. and wants the best, you shut down certain things because you know that they like their feelings are hurt about right. the situation. You want to make them feel better. You want to protect them and make sure it's right. And sometimes instead of actually listening to what they're saying yes you're trying to like it says fix the problem right and you're not there to fix it you're just there to listen <sighs> i know i open you know this like literally this clicked something in me and i was like yes and i was like you know what i want to share this because hopefully this is something that we all can find a common ground and be like yes we all should do better in this and even too, we do this often with kids. Come on now. You know, kids, when they go into little situations and they're coming and they're telling you like, well, this is what happened. They get in trouble in school or whatever the case may be. It's already we're automatically in this dismissive. That's correct. Instead of asking, I know sometimes y'all don't like to hear the little kid. OK, mm-hmm. but I and then they, and what happened was and then I was and I was but allowing them to express themselves and be able to get it out and under trying to understand okay what really happened and why did you feel this way and why were you so angry and oh man Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's a chord struck honey this one yeah this is a guy well you know what that makes my heart good that it was you know that it is something that it was well not that it wasn't just me but that it actually it was something you were like oh wow yeah it was impactful for For you as well that's what i was trying to say definitely because i feel like you and i both are in a space where we give advice to a lot of people yes um not just on this podcast but you know in our everyday life we we are having hard conversations with people and sometimes a lot of people think that from what they see of myself and carl i can speak for both of us on this that we just have life all together because we've came to this point of realizing we want to be transparent and we want to be the best version of us Mm. and in no case (laughs) way (laughs) shape or form (laughs) do i have it together I am not perfect. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to tell y'all now. I said it last year. I'm going to say it this year. This is a journey for me, which means I am ever evolving. So that means I'm ever, ever learning. Ever evolving. That means there's things that right now I'm ignorant about. Constantly and I don't growing. Even know that I'm ignorant about them. And next year, my eyes are going to be open about things that I did even not even more. know. Like you so, said, we have biases too. Come on now. We have things that we... Um, are not necessarily proud of and, and judgments and prejudices That's within right. ourselves too. That's right. Um, you know, and like Carl said, we are ever evolving. I see myself growing on a daily, but I also see myself have those moments. That's right. <laughs> where Shay is fighting to come out and she's like, but you know what? Just let me handle it. But you know what I've learned? Let me handle it. But you know what I've learned though? <laughs> I, and this is something what? I have really learned. I can't remember where I saw it. But I understood that there has to be a balance to it. If you don't learn it, how absolutely. to be assertive. And the thing is, is Shay is needed 
at all times. Shade needs to be there right with everybody yeah. else at all times. Yeah. And everybody needs to be able to equally look at the situation and be like, okay, this is how we deal with it. And when we talk right. about Shay or for me, Captain Black Strange, if we talk about that personality mm-hmm. of, you know, it's just very stern or very like, look, I, but normally for me, it comes Put out when I've gotten place. to that point. And I'm like, see, that's yes. wrong. That means I've been enabled right. these behaviors. And so now I just need to be consistent across the board and be like, and now no. I'm trying to and now I'm trying to check you after I didn't allow it this com- to happen for so now. long. Instead, I should have been being assertive from the beginning and exactly. telling you, no, 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 that's and setting not those right. Boundaries. That's right. And holding them. That's right. <laughs> okay. Can't even speak. And, and you know what? That's that on that. We need to go. <laughs> twice this episode. Okay. <laughs> you know what? Happened to me twice. We, let's just go. Let's go. That's that, that on that. Leave that on that. All right, you guys. We love you and we mean it. We do. Love, light, <laughs> and positivity always. You guys be safe this weekend, too. Aww. Ways wear your f-ing mask, please, please, like no joke, like for real, for real, wear it. <laughs> no, wear your mask. All right, high five, Carl. <laughs> oh well, let's just air high five since Corona. You know. You know what? We'll do um, fist in the air for now. Yeah. Okay. Yep. There we go. Fist in the air. Fist in the air. Bye. Bye. Oh, oh my God. Oh. Uh.